The first question is from an anonymous. Dear Long Pa, I have recently reconciled with my longtime estranged parents. I found that my mother has been practicing Dhamma while my father has parted further another way. From what I know, he becomes more angry, does not chant regularly like he used to, and often breaks the five precepts. I'm worried for him. Long Pa, is there a way to convince him to get back on this path of Dhamma? Though I'm not as close to him, I still want good things for him. Thank you, Long Pa. So that your father has changed from how he originally was uh, is related to his karma uh, in the beginning or before he was on the path uh, of uh, awakening by practicing dana sila bhavana generosity morality developing the mind and later when he received the results of his karma uh, maybe getting to a certain stage of his life, then he changed. Uh, so firstly, you have to accept this, uh, that his faith in the Buddha has wavered, it's not firm, um, and you can try to improve his faith in the Buddha uh, through improving your own uh, faith and your own self uh, first. So he may uh, have a sense of inner concern for you. And so when you go and practice the Dhamma more, uh, then uh, it can also help uh, your father. And so uh, that you've come back to your parents, uh, this has given your parents a sense of ease of mind uh, already uh, and uh, sorry, but having that ease of mind then uh, coming to forget about this path of the Dhamma. And so you can try various methods, maybe leaving some Dhamma books or tapes, audio somewhere around the house um, and maybe one day when the merits and goodness that he has done in the past fruits uh, and comes up, uh, then he may come back to the, the path of Dhamma or maybe experiencing some suffering later in his life and then coming back uh, to the path of Dhamma. So for yourself, if you're quite firm, uh, your mind's quite firm, quite established in the Dhamma, then you can try to go back and visit your parents uh, often. Try to be a very good example of one who practices the Dhamma uh, and do so in a way that is uh, maybe a humble way because your father still has that uh, attachment and view to being your father. Uh, and so you do have to do it in a way that you have a very cool uh, states of mind uh, when you go back there. And you can also make determinations that uh, by the power of all the goodness that you've done, uh, by the parami of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, uh, the parami of all the Krubhajans and all the, uh, 
the divine beings, protective deities, uh, may your father come back to the path of Dhamma and uh, you yourself be a very good example of one who is firm in the path of dana, sila and bhavana. And then he may be able then to change and come back uh, to the path uh, one day in the future. There is Anatta Pindika, who was a rich merchant in the time of the Buddha, who was attained as a Sotapanna and was the foremost male lay disciple of the Buddha. And he had a, a child who was not interested in the Dhamma. Um, he just wanted to go have fun. Uh, and so Anatta Pindika found a skillful method to encourage the son to listen to the Dhamma. And that was through uh, paying him, giving him money because he knew he liked money because uh, he wanted to go have fun with it. And so he listened to the Dhamma, but Natapindika said that you have to come and explain the Dhamma to me as well. And in no long time, he didn't want that money anymore because he saw the Dhamma, he understood uh, the Dhamma and attained to Sotapanna. And so that was a skillful way that Natapindika used to help his son. And for yourself as well, you need to use wisdom uh, in order to encourage uh, your parents and you can try to encourage them by maybe taking them uh, to go to the monastery to make merit there, um, somewhere where maybe you have a lot of faith there already. And also accept that this uh, will take time. Uh, there are other people who maybe the husband is very interested in uh, the, the Dhamma going to the monastery, but the wife isn't interested at all. Or another case was the uh, husband would send the wife who was very interested in going to the monastery. He would just only uh, send her there and wasn't interested himself. But later on, he did change and he gained faith and very uh, sincerely practiced uh, the Dhamma, very interested even more than uh, his wife. And so this is also possible. Uh, so for yourself, you just try to find skillful methods and uh, may he come back to this, uh, his original path of uh, awakening of the Dhamma. Okay. The next question is also from an anonymous. Dear Long Pa, can you kindly explain the, this verse in the Ratana Sutta? I'm confused if the Buddha was enlightened while in concentration or after coming out of concentration and through contemplation. Deeply appreciate your explanations. Thank you. Kayang Virakang Amatang Panitang Yatachaka Sakayamuni Samahito Nate Natamena Samatikinti Itampi Tame Ratanang Panitang Etena Satena Suwatihoto. So this is the virtue of the purity of the Buddha. The, the virtue of uh, the great wisdom of the Buddha that he had uh, developed, his uh, Barami spiritual perfections was full uh, and sat meditation underneath the Bodhi tree known as the Banyan tree. Uh, he had entered Samadhi through the method of Anapanasati, watching the in and out breath, and that was uh, 
from thinking back to the time when he was seven years old and able to use that same method in order to enter the first jhana, the mental absorption. Uh, and so after that uh, time of entering that first jhana, uh, later on, after he renounced and left and uh, found the two teachers, Alara uh, Kalama Udaka Ramaputta, and practiced uh, attaining to the eighth, uh, the eight jhanas, and basically the highest level of samadhi uh, concentration. There wasn't any more than this, uh, but the Buddha knew that this was not the path to enlightenment. Uh, this was only uh, samadhi and only seeking happiness, uh, in, in a happiness and bliss. Uh, and so uh, he hadn't yet contemplated uh, then in order to find uh, the cause of suffering, why suffering arose. And so he didn't yet know the path to this uh, enlightenment, to this freedom from suffering, and so still had to torture his body for uh, six years and uh, still couldn't attain enlightenment. And so he took in some food and on the 15th day, the full moon day of the sixth lunar month, then he sat meditation underneath the Mahabodhi tree and thought back to when he was uh, seven years old, used Anapanasati and entered uh, jhana and had a full samadhi, uh, but also had uh, yana or insight arise. So jhana is the absorption uh, and yana is this uh, true knowing or, or uh, knowledge. And so on the first watch of the night um, from 6 to 10 p.m., there's four hours, he had uh, the insight into his past lives, what he was born as in uh, past lives. So he could know the past lives uh, that he had and up for others as well. Um, and so he knew about all his previous lifetimes uh, and he's, he hadn't yet attained enlightenment through this knowledge. And then on the second watch of the night, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. the next day, uh, those four hours, he contemplated into uh, the in, uh, knowledge of uh, his, of into karma. And so he, uh, this was an important knowledge that he had gained and he knew about uh, karma, the cause of it, why beings were born uh, in good and favorable states and other beings were born in uh, bad or unfavorable states and conditions. Uh, so he knew the karma of all beings going around uh, like that, knew his own karma and the karma of other, other beings. So knew that beings uh, were born in different realms, the Brahma realm, Deva realm, could fall down lower, human realm, animal realm, the hell realm. And so he knew all uh, that as uh, the knowledge. But still, this was not the knowledge that he could uh, destroy the gilesas, the mental defilements, or the, the asawas, the fetters. He couldn't do that yet. But his samadhi was full. And so from the next the last watch of the night, 2 to 6 a.m., uh, gained the insight and contemplated into the cause of uh, suffering, uh, the cycling of uh, 
from past lives, following beings following uh, their karma, uh, going around from life to life, and saw the good uh, actions led to the good results would lead to happiness, the uh, bad results would lead to suffering. And so contemplated and into why humans, uh, the living beings were reborn and saw that uh, it was because of uh, avijja, ignorance and this uh, sense or attachment to, to me and mine. Uh, and so if this me sense of self was of a good, skillful type, then they would be reborn as human beings in favorable states or dewas or higher, uh, but or even having peacefulness of mind, there would still be a sense of self there, even though you'd be refined and could even reach up to the Brahma levels, the Brahma realms. Um, but if the mind was deluded and acting out of that delusion and could do unskillful actions and deeds, and this would lead to bad rebirths, uh, animal realms, or if it was a human realm, then it would be a one in a state of uh, deprivation or suffering. And so if in an animal realm, it'd be even more suffering than that, and the hell realm would be even more extreme suffering. And so the cause, uh, contemplating the cause as avicca, ignorance, craving and attachment, tanha and upadana. Uh, so when there's this, uh, this when there was this, then uh, this would arise, and when there wasn't this, then th this wouldn't, or that wouldn't uh, arise. And so contemplated into that, into the links of dependent origination that we know as the 12 uh, links, and the, the sort of causal dependent factors, all we say is the Dhamma, so from ignorance uh, to Sankara's uh, uh, karmic formations, Nama Rupa, uh, name and form, uh, and so all the way till Pasa, sense contact, Vetana, feelings, Tanha, craving, attachment, becoming and birth arising, leading to all forms of suffering to arise. And this would again cycle around and cause uh, again Avijja, Tanha, Upadana, until again suffering. So beings would go around in this cycle of samsara or suffering again and again, uh, and following their own uh, karma that they had made in all these lifetimes. So the Buddha contemplated like this, and, and he wasn't, uh, it wasn't that he was in a samadhi that was completely uh, still, that he could not receive any sense in, uh, or couldn't receive any impingements at all, uh, but he had the energy full of that samadhi from that jhana there, um, and so could contemplate then into the dependent origination. Um, so his samadhi was full, it didn't actually go down or anything, um, and that was a special, or you could say unique special skill of the Buddha that he had coming from his training in developing the full uh, jhanas in and uh, uh, and so he his samadhi didn't reduce um, until he could gain that clear knowing 
and that was when uh, dawn arose and he had uh, destroyed Awicca Tanha Upadana, knowing that as the cause of suffering to arise. And that was when the knowledge of the destruction of the defilements or the wisdom uh, arose, the yana arose. He saw into uh, Rupa and Nama, all material and mental phenomena as being impermanent, unsatisfactory and not self. And so this was the purity of the Samasambuddha, the perfectly self-awakened Buddha arising in his mind. Uh, and so when you, the question then back to that is uh, when it says the Sakyan sage while in concentration here, yeah, the very exquisite, deathless, um, he had overcome all the defilements and having a full samadhi, uh, but it wasn't the samadhi of the type that was uh, of just being completely absorbed into an object and not receiving anything. Of, so it wasn't like a jhana. Uh, the wasn't only seeking happiness in jhana, like that of his two uh, previous teachers that he had gone to see, uh, who were completely absorbed and only sought out happiness from that jhana, and then they would uh, be born into that uh, the Brahma realm and unable to receive anything or not interested in the Dhamma at all and losing that opportunity to see the Dhamma or to contemplate the Dhamma. But the Buddhas had that full samadhi and wasn't seeking for that happiness but uh, contemplated uh, into and gained that insight. But he, the Buddha did have that strength coming from uh, jhana, but it wasn't the type of, of uh, only trying to be absorbed without receiving anything. Uh, and so then by the power or by this truth, then may there be well-being. And so in your practice, then it's similar that uh, you, you develop that peacefulness and uh, you, you may not be able then to receive any impingements and it's, uh, that's this happiness coming from samadhi, uh, but the one that is knowing, knowing the, the Dhamma, to see the Dhamma, uh, this then comes from this sense contact where the sense bases, the eye sees form, ear hears sounds, um, etc the six sense bases having sense contact, but that wisdom arises then with that sense contact. And uh, Venerable Ajahnanan said that he himself has said uh, many on multiple occasions that there was that time when he was listening to the Dhamma and his mind was very peaceful, but he could still receive that Dhamma. He still knew that, that about uh, the Dhamma talk that was he was listening to but his mind wasn't going off to anything else. It was solely focused on that Dhamma and he gained that knowing there arising, which we call vipassana or insight, seeing all things as being simply conventions. Uh, it's as if the mind went to another world, uh, which we call lokutara or above the world and uh, having that rapture for three days and three nights on end. Um, and this was a turning point in his Dhamma practice. And so 
then that point he could know of uh, clearly into the virtues of the Buddha, Dhamma Sangha, into all the virtues of the Krubhajans, the great teachers. And so uh, you can use yourself, whether it's uh, Buddha Nusati, Dhamma Nusati, Sangha Nusati, or all the Kamatana, the meditation objects, and you use that to develop peacefulness, to make the mind still, but it's not yet uh, knowing insight, it's not yet wisdom arising. But if you don't have that level of peace, the mind is all over the place in a mess, it's not still at all, then uh, you won't be able to know or gain clear insight. Um, and so when, the, when you then experience all the uh, sense impingements, the contacts which go according to nature and change, then you won't be able to see the Dhamma, which means you'll be deluded still in conventions or conventional reality. <clears throat> Just like if there is old age, sickness and death that you can see around you, um, but one who has developed that peace, that stillness, will be able to see a dead person or a corpse and uh, the mind may proliferate that, oh, this is this uh, corpse or this person had this occupation, he was a police, he was a male or female, uh, and the mind will start to proliferate like this, but wisdom will arise at that time knowing that that's not the case, it's not really anything there. Uh, and so then clear insight will arise. That's when knowing and yana or insight will arise. And even though it may be very small compared to what the Buddha uh, experienced or gained, and the Buddha contemplated into the dependent origination and saw that clearly, uh, he knew the... Uh, so with dependent origination, we know there's avijja, ignorance, to sankara, to vijnana, uh, and this links of dependent origination, it happens so fast that the mind isn't able to uh, keep up with it or to know what's really happening because the samadhi is too small. But if you have a good level of samadhi, then you can see it as if it's in slow motion. Uh, you can see that you may gain the insight that all these material things, phenomena, is actually uh, inherently empty. It's all just almost like an illusion, just transparent there. Uh, but if you don't have that insight, then instead you'll see everything as a self um, because the mind doesn't have that samadhi. And so uh, you, need, you, you can practice in this Dhamma practice, you can still use your wisdom in order to lead and develop samadhi and peace of mind, that's fine, uh, and then come back later to contemplate on again another time and then see uh, clearly into impermanence, unsatisfactoriness and not-self. Or some others may use samadhi and uh, contemplate, uh, sorry, uh, use samadhi practice uh, just one object in order to develop peacefulness and then contemplate to gain insight. So it's up to one's own uh, skill in whichever method that one is uh, better or skilled at, then uh, one practices in that way. 
and one then will be able to see into the Dhamma, seeing all things as being inherently empty. And this is one who uh, has won't have uh, an eighth life. So may you be determined then in this practice. <clears throat> 